Hello and welcome to Money Life. This is Sucheta Dilal. We are talking about a new issue today, which is what happened after 32 broker defaults. It's quite interesting. There was a press conference on 29th March at which the SEBI chairperson, Madhvi Puri Puch, made this very bold pledge or challenge, whatever you want to call it, which has gone viral, a video clip of it. She declared, there will not be another Carvi issue in our capital markets. If another Carvi-like instance happens, it will be over our dead bodies, period. This is a significant challenge when you think about the fact that there have been 32 broker defaults in the past five years, most of them at the National Stock Exchange. Now, those of you who've been watching this video blog over the years would have noticed that we have covered most of those in great detail because investors have lost literally, no jokes, thousands of crores to these brokers. The usual trick is to say investors were greedy. They put their money in Ponzi's. To an extent, this is true. But Carvi, which the Securities and Exchange Board of India chairperson referred to, is Carvi Stockbrokers Limited. It's a little different. It was one of the biggest brokers at one time. It had its tentacles spread across the financial sector. So it was a registrar and transfer agent, and it did other things. So people trusted it. It was a big name. It was into investment banking. It was into various things. But when the series of broker defaults happened, nobody thought that Carvey would go under. And when Carvey went bust, and it was obviously bigger than any others, it created, if you ask me, a kind of earthquake among investors because they wondered who should we trust. It also exposed several dubious practices involving misuse of investor funds. The National Stock Exchange came out as being clearly negligent, but the regulator also was napping. And SEBI's response, as always, has been to quietly start working to plug loopholes by stopping another scam by putting more rules, more disclosures, more things. Let's see if this works, because this time, all those new rules, which have one by one been coming into the market and being announced, are accompanied by a challenge by the chairperson. So the latest circular issued by SEBI, just in the beginning of the month, becomes effective 1st of May, says that brokers and clearing members of stock exchanges cannot pledge their client funds, which is investors' funds with banks, to obtain a bank guarantee, which will be submitted clearing corporations. You'd be surprised this happens, right? Obviously, investors are leaving a lot of money with brokers, and the circular that becomes operational on 1st May says that bank guarantees which exist will have up to 30th September to be wound up. But there's also a monitoring system in place. So it's not just a set of rules and disclosures. SEBI has said stock exchanges and clearing corporations will submit data pertaining to collateral, which is these guarantees, including all kinds of FDs and guarantees obtained by brokers. This will be submitted every fortnight. Now, these new rules were announced and came into effect on 1st May. Just two days before that, on 28th April, the whole time member SK Mohanty came up with this detailed 88-page final order on this mega scandal called Carvi. And on the face of it, it looks like tough action because it refers to forensic audits, which show all kinds of wrongdoing. 
There is a penalty imposed of 21 crores on Carvi, a huge one on C. Parthasarthi's founders, a few employees, and unusually, it's also said, lots of money was diverted from Carvi to two companies, Carvi Realty and Carvi Capital. This amount was not small, 1,443 crore illegally transferred. This has to be returned in three months and hopefully will be distributed back to investors. Seems tough, but when there is no money, why does anyone default? Why does a group go under? Because it has no money, at least officially. And when there's no money to pay, you can have a 21 crore penalty or a 100 crore penalty. Nobody's paying. Many of you may have forgotten details about what happened in Carby. So let me do a quick reminder. November 2019, NEC in its inspection report found that Carby had pledged client securities and misused the power of attorney that was given by them of as many as 95,000 clients. In some cases, they, some cases, they were promised interest if they moved the money into a pool account. Pool account. They were told, your shares are lying around, move it to a pool account. We raise money against it for leverage. We will pay you some interest. And people fell for it. In many other cases where there were dormant DP accounts, that means there were no trades at all. Maybe someone has got ESOPs and is holding it. They just stole those shares, transferred them to a pool account and created a parcel which was pledged with ICICI Bank, HDFC Bank, Indusind Bank and Bajaj Finance. So when this was disclosed, SEBI acted with great alacrity for once and asked the National De Depository to return those shares back to investors in whose names they stood, the pledge shares. This protected 90% of investors who would otherwise have been affected by Carvi. Believe me, if 100% of them had been affected, it would have been a mega scam. But thanks to this quick action, only 10% of the people were affected. And of course, Carvi shareholders. The money, as I said, had been transferred by Carvi. So what did Carvi do? Took this money, pledged those with these four banks and a finance company, took money back, and this money was not even used for trading. It was transferred to multiple companies in the group, among them being Carvi Realty and Carvi Capital, which got as much as 1,440 crore. For one year after that, Carvi remained suspended and kept making fake assurances to the exchange and to the regulator that it's going to bring in money, it's going to sell other group companies, and it's going to repay investors. Nothing of that sort has happened. And finally, in 2023, 2019 to 2023, you have this tough, seemingly tough order, 21 crore penalties, but how are you going to recover them? Nothing of that sort is going to happen. There's going to be no recovery. People are not going to get money. I don't have much hope over there. But what can actually save future investors from future defaults is the series of steps initiated by the regulator to prevent misuse of investor funds lying with brokers. This may actually have a positive impact. The amount of money lying with brokers, says the SEVI consultation paper, is pretty huge. On 6 Jan 2023, it says India's 1,355 stockbrokers together held 46,000 crore of investor funds passed through them per settlement. And these funds and brokers are not subject to the same regulatory standards that apply to other financial institutions, banks, finance companies, even those who offer portfolio management services. It's because the money is supposed to pass through. 
they retain a part of it because investors keep more money and that's where all the misuse begins sebi circular also admits that brokers and clearing members these are the large brokers who deal with the clearing hub corporation have been exposing the market and clients to risk by pledging these shares with banks to procure bank guarantees which they submit to the clearing corporations and they enjoy the benefit they get better leverage high higher trading limits sometimes they offer this to investors and charge an interest so all this is income for clearing members as well as stock brokers at the cost and risk of investors in fact money life has written a lot about it we have pointed out that large clearing brokers clearing corporations and banks happily colluded in order to get this higher leverage earn more money and when there was a disaster investors were called greedy and left to themselves lost their life savings in many cases in fact clearing corporation rules are explicit a clearing member cannot make improper use of client securities and funds clearly laid down nor can they exercise any discretionary power in a client's account without written authorization but all this was ignored in active collusion with clearing corporations these clearing members were getting bank guarantees they were doing something else which i'm going to come later all of this was exposed and came into the public domain in august 2020 when a stock broking 14 year old stock broking firm called india nivesh securities just shut shop voluntarily shut shop but they said there was a 100 crore issue Edelweiss was supposed to recover hundred crores in what we discover is a new word: funded fixed deposits. These funded fixed deposits were obtained through banks, and I'll explain in a minute what they mean. In this case, HDFC Bank was the one which had assured the clearing corporation that there was a funded fixed deposit of hundred crore with it, and refused to honor it when Edelweiss's clearing member asked for it. Matter is under arbitration. We go on forever. sebi remained silent on this because what is this new concept for called funded fixed deposits if you have a fixed deposit you have money in the bank you will have a certificate as you and i know the bank can say yes this money is here there is no encumbrance it's free from any lien and the clearing corporation will accept it what is a funded fixed deposit it really means that maybe the broker has 10 crores this is how one broker explained to me he has 10 crores he takes a loan of 90 crores makes it 100 that entire 100 is kept with the bank and is called a fixed deposit because the loan amount remains there he gets a letter from the bank saying there's no lien no encumbrance though it's a loan it's not money with it and submits this to the clearing corporation based on which the broker gets higher leverage and offers it to other clients or whatever everybody earns money on it the bank earns money the clearing member earns money the clearing corporation does the wink wink nod nod because in most cases the banks have met their limits there are limits based on net worth on how many bank guarantees can a bank issue so when that limit is reached this is a new way they have found of creating a dubious market practice called funded fds sebi has remained silent on it for the last 4 years not a word but there is a word here in a consultation paper which is why i'm talking about it at length the rbi did a preliminary investigation because it wondered whether it's large enough to pose systemic problems the minute it discovered it's not that big it buried the issue no action 
This is how investors get affected because regulators don't want to act tough. They will plug loopholes after it happens. Only ones holding the can are the investors. This subterfuge, if you ask me, gave brokers leverage and they should have been punished. Money should have been recovered in investor defaults. But it's so much easier to say investors were greedy. Right? So this got exposed and other malpractices regarding BGs, malpractices such as selling shares that belong to investors instead of encashing a bank guarantee. It came out in defaults like Carvi, Anugra Stock and Broking, BMA Wealth, V-Rise, all the major ones. And India Nivesh, like I told you, is still under arbitration. BMA Wealth, same HDFC bank, refused to invest return investors' shares, which were illegally pledged by the broker. And in Carvi, as you know, there is an order. So SEBI's corrective action, like I said, for the future, is not limited to one circular that started on May 1st. In October 2021, SEBI had asked stockbrokers to make asset-wise and client-wise disclosures of collateral received by them on a daily basis. This information is accessible to investors who want to see it through the web portals of clearing corporations. In May 2022, SEBI directed clearing corporations to ensure that collateral belonging to a client is used only towards the obligation of that client based on information provided by stockbrokers. Again, directives, one has to check whether it is being followed. In Jan 2023, the regulator issued another consultation paper, which aims to reduce surplus funds available with brokers by blocking them in their own bank account. Another good practice. Money doesn't leave your account at all, so there's no surplus lying with a broker, which in turn gets converted to a bank entity. Stockbrokers are also required to upload clients' fund data on stock exchanges. The exchanges will then compare the ledger balances declared and initiate action if any shortfall is detected. All very good, including May 1st. Most brokers are also required to transfer funds arising out of the payout to their clients within 24 hours, and all running accounts have to be settled at least once every quarter. So all of you get that money back if you're an investor every quarter, whether you want it or not, automatically. Good steps, like I said. In fact, explaining the latest action, SEBI has said, the current framework still allows brokers and clearing members to retain a part of the collateral provided by clients before passing the balance to clearing corporations during paying. The same happens while returning the money. Brokers used to convert this, like I said, into bank guarantees and these FDRs. All that leverage is going to stop. Now these funds have to be deposited on an as-is basis with investors having the option of withdrawing them. They can't be converted to anything. They remain with the broker. They can only be placed in low-risk liquid money market instruments. Now, mention in the consultation paper of converting this into BGs and FDRs is SEBI's tacit acknowledgement of this whole scandal of funded FDRs where it maintained complete silence. Yeah, that's how the Indian markets work. Now, SEBI's action to plug loopholes is welcome. But again, having a number of disclosure rules doesn't mean that they are going to be followed. And it's a pity that you have allowed other stakeholders who colluded to inflict losses on investors to get away. Because if they've got away in the past, you are creating an incentive for them to think that they can get away again. So you may have plugged the loopholes, but unless you monitor, who knows what's going to happen? 
money that investors have lost is in thousands of crores. There are there is an investor protection fund which gives out a small amount of 15 lakhs. Most of it, the near monopoly, NSC had to pay. Till now, with 32 broker defaults, NSC has only paid 490 crore as compensation between 2020 and 2023. The largest chunk of this 414 crore, as NSC had mentioned in a reply to parliament, has gone for Carvi. So 449 minus 414, that tiny amount is for everybody else, Anugraha, BMA, Modex, all the others which means that literally investors have got nothing. Tiny investors may have got something. So what do we have? We have this bold challenge by Madhvi Puri Bhuj, the SEBI chairperson, who said over our dead bodies. But I would say wonderful steps to plug loopholes, but don't forget you can't leave the job to NSC. Otherwise, with this kind of public challenge, there's going to be great embarrassment if there isn't monitoring and action. And remember. There's been no action against clearing brokers, clearing corporations who have all worked to interpret the rules in a way that protects themselves and who's most protected, the National Stock Exchange, which is just making obscene amounts of money. But when they fail to monitor, you've seen the tiny amounts that investors get. If you agree with this, keep a watch. There is a challenge. You have a right to ask questions. Share this video so that you know what to expect, and make sure that you demand your rights. Do subscribe. Thank you so much.